0: Now on today's episode, we have a repeat guest. His name is Jim McCarthy. And some of you might remember he was here with us on episode number 65, where he spoke about live as if you have cancer. He is a former Silicon Valley exec. He was employee number 258 at Yahoo. And some time ago, he was diagnosed with cancer. And this completely changed his perspective on life and career, which is what he goes on to share in that particular episode. But on today's show, he's going to be talking with us about this really interesting idea of affirmations, which is really about positive thinking and positive thoughts and how your thoughts can literally have an impact on the outcomes in your life. And while there is some debate about how effective this can be and to what degree, I think it's a really interesting idea that's worth checking out. So do give it a listen. There are certain points in the discussion where you'll see that there is complete silence. And that's not because there's something wrong in the audio. It's more because we're doing an exercise live. So you should follow along, do the exercise yourself, but don't think that there's something wrong in the audio. All right. With that, let's welcome Jim. Great to see you
1: again. How are you doing?
0: Thank you so much for coming once again on the show. I'm really looking forward to talking to you about affirmations. It's something that I've been wanting to try out. Uh, I've heard it in some other discussions also previously in the recent past. So, for example, uh, on the Tim Ferriss show, I don't know if you follow that, uh, that podcast, he had Scott Adams, who was the creator of Dilbert, on one of his episodes. And Scott Adams talks about uh, affirmations and how he believes very strongly in the power of affirmations.
1: Oh, great. Great. Cool. All right. Well, yeah, I've been I've been a big fan for a long time. So let me give you a little bit of background and then we'll kind of kind of evolve yeah. into it. Is that-
0: so actually, it might be helpful to even let's talk about affirmations. And then maybe you can also give us some examples of how you personally have used affirmations and how they've been helpful for you. But maybe you can introduce the concept first.
1: OK, happy to. All right. So first of all, let's start with a question for you. Okay. How many thoughts do you think the average human being has per day?
0: uh, I don't know, like a hundred thousand.
1: Uh, actually about, about half of that. So okay. about 50,000 thoughts per day is what the, what the neuroscientists were able to measure. I see. Okay. Now, what percentage do you think are negative?
0: Um, is it like a 50, 50 kind of split?
1: Um, actually it's, it's even worse than that. It's about 70% negative 80%. Okay. Negative.
0: okay. That's pretty and,
1: bad. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, and some people, some people are going to be even more negative than others and other people less so, but on average for mm-hmm. human beings, the the neuroscientists from what they've been able to record, it's about 70, 80% negative. I
0: see. Okay.
1: Now there's, there's good evolutionary biological reasons for why we're that way. So human beings, 500,000 years ago, a million years ago, the ones who are really casual walking through the jungle, mm-hmm. don't worry too much and there there's a lion that jumps out and, and eats them. They're not able to live long enough to propagate their genes and over a long series of time, that the, the very casual human beings tend to get uh, killed and, and, and don't, don't propagate their very casual genes as much as they would have. On the other hand, a million years ago, the human beings who happen to be a little bit more scared, a little bit more nervous, a little bit more paranoid, and I have a good memory of bad things happening over there before. They're the ones who actually tended to survive and avoid those lions jumping out at yeah. them. And over the course of a million years, they, they live long enough to propagate their genes. And over a long period of time, human beings um, tend to develop this negativity bias.
0: Yeah, it's okay? actually, I guess this is also kind of similar to our risk-taking capacity, right? Because in the olden times, the price for for not taking a risk was much lower than taking a risk. So if you heard something in the bushes, like you're suggesting, then if you sort of ran away and there was nothing, that's still okay. But if you didn't run away and then you instead got eaten by a lion, well, that's too bad, right? So yeah, so we right didn't. yeah okay
1: exactly. So so this is this is what's developed our negativity bias as human beings, and there are, there are good reasons for that from an evolutionary standpoint, mm-hmm. uh, but. Uh, for example, a million years ago, humans were not trying to live to age 100. They actually, the average lifespan was about age 18 or age 20. I mean, just barely long oh, enough to okay. to procreate and and die. So so today, in today's day and age, yes, it's good to be cautious and careful. But there's we know there's all sorts of stress related diseases hmm. that come from being too scared and too negative. And so, from a business standpoint, if you're too negative not a good thing. From a health standpoint, if you're too negative, not a good thing. And in terms of relationships as well, hmm. if you're thinking negative things 80% of the time, also not good. <laughs> good. Yeah. Now, there's there's uh, if you really think about that, an 80% negativity bias means your thoughts go like this. Bad, 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 good. Bad, 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 good. Bad, bad. Just like that all day long. If you're a normal human being Uh, now, so that's, that's a problem. Hmm. Okay. That's, that's really a problem. Uh, So the way that you're able to combat that is through affirmations. Hmm. And I'll tell you that when I moved to the Bay area in 1991 and I started doing door to door, cold, cold calling sales of selling phone systems door to door to businesses in the East Bay during a a recession, uh, it was really hard work. And I faced a ton of rejection. And I had a a colleague who was much older than me. And she said, you know, Jim, here, listen, these these sales training cassettes, you know, positive visualization is really important. Goal setting is important. Positive self-talk is important. And I even remember listening, watching a video uh, from a psychologist who talked about the importance of self-talk. The interesting thing is they had no real neurological neuroscientific research back then. They just knew that it worked. Hmm. And even the Buddha has quotes about nobody can harm you. Nobody can harm you as much as yourself with your thoughts out of control. And nobody can help you as much as you can if you're able to train your thoughts to think more positively. Hmm. So the Buddha knew this 2,400 years ago. Salespeople have known this for centuries. Henry Ford said 100 years ago, if a man believes he can do it or believes he can't do it, in both cases, he's right. Hmm. Hmm. So so what's what's cool now is that we actually have neuroscientific research that we never had before this has come out literally in the last 10 or 15 years
0: interesting yeah actually because i wanted to ask you that is there any scientific basis behind affirmations or is is it more of just a uh, widespread belief
1: no no there's there's now proof proof that didn't even exist when i started using affirmations now exists. so for example dr richard davidson was a neuroscientist at the university of Wisconsin time magazine named him one of the hundred most influential people in, uh, in the world Mm. about a decade ago. And he has, he has a quote like this. He says, you can sculpt your brain just as you'd sculpt your muscles. If you went to the gym, you can rewire your brain to be happier and nicer. You can rewire your brain to be happier and nicer. Mm. And the term for this is called neuroplasticity. You see scientists used to think that the brain you had at age 10 or 20 or 30 was kind of fixed for the rest of your life. Hmm. And what they discovered really in the last 10, 15 years is that's not true. Actually, the brain you have continues to evolve and develop based on your experiences and how you think about them and how you process things. Hmm. Uh, so there's a, and that's what's that's called neuroplasticity. So for example. Uh, there's Rick Hansen, who's a, who's also a, a neuropsychologist and an author, lives here in the Bay Area. And he puts it this way. He says, how you use your mind changes your brain for better or worse. Mm. Neurons that fire together, wire together. Neurons that fire together, wire together. Yeah. So, so, so what that means is that uh, you need to be very careful what you think about. And if you think negative things, if you wake up in the morning and you say, I'm ugly. I'm not very smart. I don't get along well with people. My boss hates me. This country sucks. You know, if you say that to yourself all day long, (laughs) over time, it will actually take shape in your brain. Mm. I'm not, these guys are not talking about on a metaphorical level. Mm. They literally mean on a scientifically measurable neurological, biochemical level in your brain. Similarly, if you wake up in the morning and you say, I'm beautiful, I'm smart, I'm funny, I get along great with people, I'm kind to others I'm generous uh, i I'm whatever it is you want to be true about yourself, mm. that will also take shape in your brain right over time right and so this is this is very powerful this is very powerful stuff and we now have the scientific basis for it that we that we did not have before
0: this so is, yeah I mean so far so good does this make sense i mean I, I would love to believe it and I would love to start using it myself so Um, can you describe what, like, what is an example of an affirmation?
1: Right. Okay. So, so an example would be, for example, uh, I'm a phenomenal product manager. I'm a phenomenal product manager. I'm a phenomenal product manager. So an affirmation is a a statement in the first person present tense. Okay. I'm just going to make some notes. True that you love about yourself or that, that you want to be true about yourself what you love about yourself or what you want to be true about yourself. It's an aspiration. It's a goal. Mm. It's embracing what you love in the present, which is fact and visualizing and imagining and picturing how you want that to, to work out uh, in the future if you're not quite there yet.
0: So, yeah, I want to dig a little bit deeper into this and understand the characteristics of a good affirmation, right? So you said that one, it has to be in the present tense. Yes. Not that, I will be a phenomenal product manager. Taking your example, it should be I am a phenomenal yes. product manager. So it's already happened, and yes. uh, and then it's it's in first person. So it's not yes. Sonali is a phenomenal product manager. It's I am, I am a phenomenal product manager. Okay, that's interesting. And uh, do you do you write this or do you say it or do you think it?
1: Uh, all of the above. <laughs> So I mean, you can have a practice where you uh, you, you write it. In fact, what I uh, what I'll do is I'll give you some examples. But um, the the idea is that you you you, you think about it, hmm. you write affirmations, and then you have a, a a practice of repeating them over and over again at at, at whatever time works for you as a regular practice.
0: Yeah, and I'm just trying to understand that is there is there a right or wrong way of doing this? Maybe that's a very dumb question, but
1: no, no, it's good. So here, let me let me give you some examples. Yeah. So there's there's some ways that are okay, but then there's better ways to do it. Hmm. So for example, you could have an example like um, I will lose 15 pounds. Hmm. It's better if you said I I weigh 130 pounds if that's your target, right? So as a statement of fact of what the achievement of the goal is.
0: I oh, I see. So. Well, actually, but that's interesting, right? So, why is one better than the other? So, one one statement is that I I weigh, hundred. Let's say I weigh a hundred pounds, and the other statement was, I will lose fifteen pounds. So, why is the first one better than the second one?
1: Well, I, th- I think the point I'm trying to make is you want to, you want to visualize what that end state is. Okay. You want to visualize the the achievement or the success of the goal. Hmm as, as the, and, and maybe even less on the process and more on the result.
0: And so uh, and so the visualization piece, so that's interesting, right? So two important points you brought up. One is that you don't wanna focus on the process. You don't wanna focus on how you're getting there. You, you're, you want to focus on the end state.
1: Yeah.
0: And two, you want to, uh, there's another point I wanted to make. Completely blanked out.
1: That's okay, we can come back to it.
0: Okay, but okay, do not focus on the process. Uh, but, how-
1: and I'll give you some. I'll give you some more examples if hmm. that's okay with you. Yeah. That's helpful. Yeah. So, for example, you could say, "I can be promoted this year,"
0: hmm.
1: but it's better to say, "I'm the new director of our department." So that's another example. So you don't want to use the word "can" or "want to" mm-hmm. or "will." It's all as a statement. So you visualize that you've already been promoted in your job. Got okay. It. You could say, for example, "I want to be a better sister." And that, that's a pretty good affirmation. Mm-hmm. Or I am a better sister. Or I'm a great sister. Or you could even do like an activity, like I call my, I call my I call my brother once a month, I or I call you. my brother once once a week.
0: Got it. Got it. How- so you,
1: you you state as a fact this kind of activity, and if you do the activity, then actually you you will become a better sister if yeah. you actually do that.
0: So does that makes sense. Yeah, that's very helpful. And you mentioned that, I think when, when you were talking about doing this podcast some time back, you mentioned that in your case, as an example, you do it for five minutes every morning as soon as you yeah. wake up, right? At least five. Okay. And is, is that just, so are you like, what, standing in front of a mirror and saying it to yourself or how does it work? Are you like doing your, like making your morning coffee and also reciting this in your head?
1: All, all of those are possible. All of those are possible. Now, I do a morning, morning routine where I do about 10 minutes of stretching and yoga. Okay. Then I do about five minutes of meditation, and then I do about five to 10 minutes of affirmations.
0: I see. Okay.
1: And, and, and Now, that's that's my current lifestyle. Mm. In the past, I've had it where I'll do affirmations when I'm swimming. I'll do okay. affirmations when I'm driving and commuting to work, walking down the street, waiting for an elevator. You can do okay. it walking into a meeting – um, you know, people spend about 40 minutes per day on Facebook. And if you, if you peeled off 10 minutes <laughs> doing from doing that and yeah. added 10 minutes to, to your, uh, your affirmations, it's a much, much better investment of time.
0: That's helpful. And actually, and yeah, now I remember the point that I wanted, the second point that I wanted to ask you, which is that one, okay, not focus on the process. You also said that you want to visualize the end state. So when you talk talking about this visualization, is, is, is there actually a mental image in your mind? So uh, you visualize yourself as let 's say the new director, or you visualize yourself as you know maybe more fit and more healthy, so is there an image in your mind? yes,
1: yes, okay. I see all of that as much as much as you can see it and think it and and taste it and feel it yeah. is, is, is and is using as many senses as possible remember it's neurons that fire together, wire together mm. and and you know the the idea is that if part of what 's beautiful about this is if if you can't even put into words what your affirmation is, then it's pretty hard to get there.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: yeah I mean, yeah, some people lucky are lucky enough to kind of stumble through life and then suddenly they're the drummer in a world famous rock and roll band. And that's, yeah. that's great. Yeah. But for most of us, we're in a very competitive environments where you think I want to get into this business school, or I want to get this job, or I want to get this sort of investor, or I want to launch this product. Uh, and And in that environment, the creative visualization and the affirmations is very important for you to think about well what do you really want? What do you really want? Yeah. what do you really want to be as a person? And then you need to state an affirmation very clearly so that you can actually start believing it
0: yeah how how specific or how detailed do you have to be? So as an example, right let's say let's say someone wants to make a lot of money right yeah. and they can say that, I am rich. I am rich. I am rich. Right. But then like, what is rich, right? Like that's not a very, so maybe, maybe a better affirmation is I am worth whatever that amount is. So is, do you have to be specific?
1: I think the more specific, the better, Hmm. it all, and and I teach a whole workshop on goal setting where we talk about the importance of being specific and what you want. So for example, if, if a person, a person might have an affirmation, like I have a net worth of $500,000 and and they're they're not there yet okay but that's that's what they're sort of striving for that's what they're picturing that's what they're visualizing that's that's a that's a fine goal to have i'll i'll share with you a couple others uh, examples of affirmations that might be helpful okay so there's one where you say for example i'm okay with names right there's so many people who say i'm bad with names i'm bad with names mm-hmm. right and and the, the fact is is that you should never you really you should never say anything about yourself you do not want to be true about yourself. Mm. If you, if, if you like many people say, I'm terrible with names, well, you're not going to get better yeah. at names, yeah. right? Yeah. If you say, now you can say, for example, I'm okay with names, or you can say, I'm getting better mm. with names. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this I'm getting better, or I'm in the process of getting better. It's, it's a way to give you a, a path to get from where you absolutely don't want to be to slowly, but surely getting to where you do want to be.
0: Yeah this is actually yeah this is a very interesting concept because it's literally just sort of that mental switch where you stop saying the negative things about yourself to you and switch that to a positive thing but but then also like taking it one step beyond where you hone in on that one thing which you really want to become true about you in your life and you start saying that to yourself over and over again so and this this might be like a silly question but like do you feel silly doing it right because like someone someone might let's say like your uh someone in your family or friend walks in on you and you you, you know you're saying like oh i'm going to be so and so in front of the mirrors like what's wrong with you it, it, do you feel silly doing it
1: well first of all i, d- I do it by myself <laughs> and i do it and i say it in my head over and over again after yeah. i've meditated you know yeah. or if i'm driving in the car by myself so honestly no no one's ever around Yeah. And, um, but I mean, if uh, like, I, like I could give you, give you some examples. I could say, for example, um, today I'm the best fiance I can be for my girlfriend, right? Uh, today I'm the the best dad I can be for my daughters. Mm. Uh, I'm doing a, I'm doing a wonderful workshop tonight. I'm doing a wonderful workshop tonight.
0: Yeah.
1: In person, it can be, you know, I've killed the cancer cells in my body. I have killed the cancer cells in my body. All the cells in my body are vibrant with health. I forgive myself, I accept myself, I like myself, I love myself. I forgive mom, I accept mom, I like mom, I love mom. I forgive dad, I accept dad, I like dad, I love dad. Uh, I deserve to be happy in the work that I love. I deserve to be happy in the work that I love. Hmm. Uh, I am grateful for all the experiences in my life. I'm grateful for all the experiences in my life. I have the strength to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, the wisdom to know the difference. Right. So there's a whole, yeah. you know, I've, I've got about 40 affirmations that I rattle through my head. Oh my
0: God. Wow. I didn't realize every, that. I think every should, day. I think if you can stick to one, maybe that's a good starting point. But another question I have for you is how long does it take for something like this to actually start coming into effect? Like, are we talking about, so let's say you pick one that uh, I, I am an exceptional product manager. Now, if I keep repeating this to myself, am I talking about like a five year waiting period or? <laughs> so,
1: so I, I have, I have, I have in my memory something like three weeks as a number. Really? Yeah.
0: It's that quick.
1: Yeah. I, I believe it. You know, I mean, I, I'm trying to remember the research that I've seen on that, but first of all, you're going to go through life anyway. Hmm. Three weeks will go by quickly. Yeah. And so, whether it takes three weeks or three months, if you want to be an exceptional product manager, then it's better to tell yourself I'm an exceptional product manager. And you say that to yourself 20 times a day, every day, when you're at work, when you're going into a meeting, when you're designing a product roadmap, right. It's much better to be saying that than, Oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing, or this is horrible. I'm going to get fired. Or I don't, I'm not qualified for this job, which is that, which is a negativity bias that most of us, all of us have.
0: No, I no, I absolutely agree with you. The reason I asked is that I think for something which is more about yourself, like an improvement that you expect to see in yourself, maybe maybe it's possible to start seeing so- certain improvements very quickly. But what if it's more like I am? Let's say someone really wants to drive a Bentley, just taking an example, right? And uh, so they want to own a Bentley car, and so they say, "I I am the owner of a Bentley. I am the owner of a Bentley." But I'm guessing it's not very easy to suddenly own a Bentley in three weeks, right? So, or is that yeah. even a good affirmation?
1: So, one of the one of the affirmations I just mentioned was the Serenity Prayer, right? So, may I have the Serenity to accept the things I cannot change, mm. the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Mm. So, like I, I once saw an online video, and a person was was talking about. I mean, the, the the point is, is there there's a point of setting realistic goals. And then there's the value of actually dreaming really big mm. as well. Mm. So, you know, if it's really important for you to own a Bentley, you might say, yeah, I'm I'm the proud owner of a Bentley. But you just might need to realize that saying it's not enough. Mm. There's a lot of activity you need to do to make it happen. So this is not magic. It, it, it is a hack on your brain, mm. in the best sense of the word, so that you can actually start believing it. Now, if you, now the thing about a Bentley is... It, you know, if you need the money to buy a Bentley, then you start working backwards. Well, what do, yeah. well how, how much money do I need to buy a Bentley? Hmm. What do I need to do to earn that? You know, do I need to found a company and earn $200,000 or $2 million or $20 million? So then you start working backwards into the like the little baby steps. Yeah. Like I'm doing a great product launch this quarter. I'm doing a great product launch this quarter. I'm a phenomenal product manager. That yeah. might lead you down the path where eventually you get... The one.
0: I see. Okay, that's a good point, right? So you break down that eventual goal into smaller things and that's where you start until you eventually get there. Okay. All right.
1: right. And 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 I'd in, encourage people also to do to do the the, the affirmations related to 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 personal
0: yeah. personal. Life. Those are probably much better. I th- I think based on what you're describing, something which is more personal about improving something in yourself is probably much more likely to happen also. Well, I don't
1: I don't know if I I don't I don't know if I'd say it's more likely Sonali. Okay. I mean it, there's there's things you can very easily control. If you say like I I am very patient with my partner. I'm very patient with my partner. I'm loving and kind to my to my spouse. You have a lot of control over that. Hmm. You say I'm at a company where I get promoted in 6 months and I'm earning $300,000 a year, you 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 probably have less control over that, but you do absolutely have an influence on that. So again, you, you are where you are and you control things to the extent you control them. But I wanted to share with you one quote to, to ins- inspire you mm-hmm. and, and other people to, uh, to think big. And the quote, this is actually often attributed to Nelson Mandela, okay. but it's actually from a woman named Marianne Williamson, who's a spiritual teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I did, the, did the research on this and her quote goes like this. She says, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? Your plane small does not serve the world. As we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give others permission to do the same. Right, so this idea of your plane small does not serve the world is important for affirmations because in the workshops that I do, including one I did last night, people are like, ah, uh, I don't know if I can say that. You know, it's too big or it's too egotistical or whatever. And I said, look, you're, you're playing, you know, how are you at your most awesome, wonderful, loving, kind, brilliant, creative, caring, generous, empathic? Think of that person that you want to be, that you're aspiring to be. and and then And then do the affirmation. Recite the affirmation so you can become that incredible person, that wonderful, beautiful, loving person, I like it. Smart, talented, successful, whatever you want, you know, so so that's that's what I encourage people to do when they and then I say, OK, now I'd like you to write out at least 10 affirmations for yourself.
0: Yeah, I would have loved to end on this very high positive note, but I did want to talk about the controversy surrounding affirmations a little bit just to sort of provide a holistic view of this Of this area so uh one thing which when i was i was reading about affirmations what i read actually on the wikipedia article for affirmations is that uh the effect of affirmations is debatable depending on the amount of self-esteem that the person has so if you already have a relatively high amount of self-esteem then an affirmation can help you further believe in yourself and it bolsters you and uh, helps you do more but if you're someone who has a very low amount of self-esteem then what ends up happening as per that article is that you actually don't believe in that affirmation. You're saying it, but it kind of strengthens the negative thoughts even more because you don't actually believe in that positive affirmation. And and that ends up having a, a sort of counter effect. So what are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah. So I'm not familiar with the research that you're citing, hmm. but um, conceptually, I think any person could craft an affirmation that they can embrace. Hmm. Right. So, like, I don't, like, I'm not a product manager anymore, but I used to be a product manager in Silicon Valley. And, you know, I probably never would have said, I'm the best product manager in Silicon Valley. Now, there's a lot of people out there who could say it, and, and there's probably dozens and dozens of people who could make that claim. Hmm. But what, what I could have always said is, I'm becoming a better product manager every day. I'm getting to be a better product manager every day. I'm learning and growing and improving every day as a product manager. And so even even if you're a horrible product manager or you're brand new to it, this is a way to think in a positive way to overcome your negativity bias Mm. and give yourself permission to learn and grow and get better.
0: So this is actually a very, very good point because I think you're bringing up the, uh, but I should have asked is that how important is it to actually believe in that affirmation? So maybe you don't want to start with something so outrageous, according to you, that you're just saying it without, without any belief in it whatsoever. So you want to start with something relatively smaller, even if it is towards an eventual bigger goal, but it has to be something that you can bring yourself to believe. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Okay.
1: No, I mean, I wouldn't, I mean, so for example, a person, yeah, you you just, you start, you try to give some sort of realistic assessment of where you are. Mm. And just like just like the goal setting workshop that I that I teach, you know, the the, the focus is okay, well where where do I want to get to? And some people, their aspirations are huge. Yeah. And and you know, I I used to live in Mountain View, very close to where Steve Jobs grew up. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, he was this, you know. Keto got bullied in middle school. Everybody knows the story, but I mean, he had these, these, what anyone would have said were these insane aspirations.
0: Yeah. No, and I I think it's not to say that you should dream small or don't think big. I don't think that's what it is. I think the point being that you have to be able to truly visualize yourself in that position, right? And maybe it takes you some time to get there, right? So if you're just saying some things, but they're just empty words, you can't really think yourself as doing that then maybe it's not as effective. But if you start with something which is slightly lesser for now, but you can completely see yourself there. I mean, you can always change your dream, right? Okay, I've already achieved this. Now let's go on to the next one. Yeah.
1: yeah. Right. And remember, this is, this is called a negativity bias. Hmm. It is a bias. Okay. So the negativity bias is 80% negative thoughts that we have if you're a normal human being. That explains why you will remember the person at Starbucks who was a jerk this morning much more than the person at Starbucks who was really nice this morning, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, that's just the way our brains are hardwired, but that's not a good way to go through life. It's it's not even a fair, it's not even a fair way to go through life of how you perceive what is happening around you. And in other workshops, I talk about gratitude and about focusing on the positive, not just on the negative. So this is, this is absolutely intimately intertwined with positive thinking, gratitude, enjoying your life. And if you're going to live your life anyway, you might as well try to be focusing on what do I really want? How do I want to grow? How do I want to be the best husband and wife and mother and friend and manager and colleague that I can be? And then whatever, wherever you are, doing an affirmation to, to remind yourself that you want to be. And, and in my experiences, and I've been doing affirmations for about 25, 26 years now, wow. my life is w- way better now than it would have been, thanks to these affirmations. It doesn't mean I haven't had setbacks or made horrible mistakes or done stupid things, but I've been able to focus on the positive much more than I would have. And it's it's led to a much better life than, than I would have had. That makes Does that make sense? Now, now, yeah. Sonali, I want you to do a few affirmations and let's let's work through this together. Oh just, God. just, okay?
0: okay. All right, let's do it.
1: So, this, take, you always just, do
0: this, Jim. You did this in the last episode, also, where you asked me, I don't know, something on the spot, and I was like, wow, I'm gonna get a psychology session right now. Anyway,
1: So yes. this is free, free of charge. Oh. So, so you you got a piece of paper or something. Mm. So write out just I don't know. I usually in my workshops I say write out at least ten affirmations for yourself. Um, but uh, but go ahead, just write a few statements that are either facts that you really like about yourself, hmm. whether it's personal or professional, or kind of a little bit more, a little bit more aspirational, a little bit more kind of where you see yourself six months from now, a year from now, two years from now. Please begin. And the people who are listening at home, <laughs> I welcome them to pause, oh, the pause, pause the internet for a second and write out at least 10 affirmations if possible. But please, oh, so I, I, won't Dan, I won't go, I won't go anywhere. Yeah. Please begin. Can
0: I begin with like I don't know one? Ten is a lot.
1: Try try five. You you're smart. You can do it.
0: <laughs> All right. You're having tea while I doing work over here. Okay. All right. All right. Um. Let's see. Um. All right. I wrote two. Can we start with two, please?
1: If you insist.
0: All right. Thank you. Okay. So, um, What I have written is that I am the founder of LED, which is a globally known careers brand. That is one. So that is something which I would like to become true.
1: I am the founder of LED, which is a globally known careers brand. Beautiful. And and the stretch there is you want it to be globally known. Yeah. Not globally known yet. Yeah. That's that's your dream. That's your vision. Yeah. Beautiful.
0: That's okay. number one. And the second one is that I call my parents and my brother every week. That's my that's second. My parents and
1: my brother every week. Yeah. Okay.
0: Which I'm good. not very good at right now. Yeah. So those are my two affirmations.
1: All right. Good. Now how do how do you how do you feel about those two?
0: I, I would love it if if both of them. Um, good
1: so those are those are great and now what I would what I'd encourage you to do is uh is to close your eyes and repeat over and over again in your mind for about a minute your let's just say your first your first affirmation okay okay ready
0: all right
1: let's do it okay okay
0: Alright, is the minute over?
1: I think it was. I was I <laughs> not checking, but it seemed like yeah. Yeah. So how how did how was that experience?
0: I mean, because we're recording this, I don't I don't know how much I kind of really believed in it, but I can see that if I'm doing it very seriously and it's something that I deeply desire, then I can see that it could change your thinking a little bit, right? That you maybe the kind of actions that I would take, the kind of things that I would work towards might be very different than not having this, this sort of different lens of looking at things. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Good. Remember, I mean, you, you, you did, right. You did one minute of a new affirmation or maybe, maybe you thought about this or maybe this is your strategy your dream, but to, to think about something, to write it down on a piece of paper or on your computer or whatever, and then to start saying it to yourself, yeah. As a statement of fact, over and over again, if you do it if you do it five minutes a day, every day for the next three years, <laughs> right? Then it's good, maybe, right? Neurons right? that fire together, yeah. wire together. And it will actually become something you really you really believe. Yeah. And that really becomes ingrained in how how you behave. Yeah. I think another thing I'd add to that is, I mean, there's all sorts of ways to think about this. You know, a lot of people have a mission statement, companies have mission statements. And in ways, they're, they're a goal, they're a vision, and you could even say they would be an affirmation. Hmm, hmm. And, and similarly, it helps you understand, it can help you understand why, perhaps. Hmm. Well, I actually didn't ask the question why, but that, that could be a perfectly good affirmation as well. And Viktor Frankl, who wrote Man's Search for Meaning, was quoting Nietzsche when he said, if a, if a man knows the why of his existence, he'll be able to bear almost any how.
0: Can you, can you share an example of a why?
1: Well, well here, here's an example I like to give. So a person can say, uh, I, am, I am the new director of our department. I'm the new director of our department, with the goal being that you're promoted. Now, you could want to be the new director of the department because you want to earn more money so you can live in a safer neighborhood, which is better for your children, and you don't have to worry about crime, and your life would just be better because you're making more money and you can afford a better place to live. That That's the why behind why you want to be promoted that's a perfectly good reason now another person could say oh, i want to be promoted i am the new director of our department because i've had a lot of bad i've had a lot of bad managers in my life i think i'm a good mentor i think i'm a great uh, developer of people i really like seeing a high performance team where people are thriving and feeling good and enjoying their lives and growing and progressing in their careers mm-hmm. okay it's the same goal but the why is completely different mm-hmm. and it just depends on the person right So, so, you know, you could even do an affirmation, which is, starts getting a little bit beyond affirmations, honestly, but you know, I'm the founder of LED, which is a, a globally known career brand because I see, and then you fill in the because
0: I see, I see. Yeah. So there's a, there's a reason for why I would want that to be true. And you, and you talk about that also, like your affirmation is around that also. That's a fair point. I, you know this reminds me have you read the, the book harry potter
1: uh, i read a few movie? of them they're over there on the shelf okay.
0: <laughs> so uh there in i think in the first or second book they talk about something called the mirror of erised and it's basically it's a mirror and you stand in front of that mirror it shows you your innermost desire I was right. like, oh my god i want this thing just to know <laughs> what my innermost desire is but uh, yeah, but this is great. This is great, Jim. Is any, anything else you'd like to share for, for this to really drive home the message?
1: Uh, let me think. So uh, I encourage people to write at least 10 affirmations. Okay. And some can be related to health. Some can be related to uh, personal relationships, finances, work, career. I mean, really anything you would set a goal around. You can you can you can write an affirmation around. Okay. I'd say build it into your daily routine. Uh, there's a lot of time that you I mean you can do it in the shower. You can do it when you're cooking. You can do it after you're meditating. When you're working out. Um, when you're commuting. Well, really, when you're when you're about to walk into an important meeting, you can just say, "I'm doing great in this meeting." "I'm doing great in this meeting." "I'm doing great in this meeting." And and you don't have to share with anybody. You know, people can make fun of you if they want. But uh, I'm, I mean, I'm thrilled to talk about this in public and teach it to people because it's had such a hugely positive impact on my life, even before we had the science, which which has proven how this works on, on a neurological level. Yeah. And so uh, honestly, I mean, I think it's a, a, a source of huge competitive advantage for people who embrace it and are able to a- apply it in their lives. And if you don't, then you're, you're going to be part of the people who are thinking negative things eighty percent of the time, and yeah. I'm not sure how a person wants to defend going through their life thinking negative things eighty percent of the time. I'm not sure what sort of great life they're going <laughs> to have, have,
0: yeah. You're um, right.
1: By having their their normal eighty percent negativity bias.
0: Yeah. All right. Thanks a lot, Jen. This was wonderful, and I hope listeners and well viewers this time, we are recording this in video also, uh, start trying on affirmations themselves.
1: Thanks, Sonali. Great to see you. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye.
0: All right. So that was Jim on affirmations. I hope you enjoyed today's discussion and will consider giving affirmations a try yourself. Of course, if you have any questions at all for Jim or for me, you can email us at hello at learneducatediscover.com or tweet at us at led underscore curator. You can subscribe to our weekly newsletter on our website, learneducatediscover.com, where we share latest updates on episodes, as well as a lot of other helpful career resources. So do check it out at learneducatediscover.com you can like us on facebook at facebook.com forward slash learn educate discover all right that's it for today thank you so much for listening and for your time and until the next one bye